well, good morning, good afternoon, and hello to wherever and whenever you are in the world. Uh, this is Adam Harrison, and this is the Handcrafted Guitar Builder. Um, today we are going to be speaking with Greg from Brookwood Guitars, which is located in Victoria in Australia. And Greg makes some absolutely stunning and beautiful um, I don't want to call them cigar box guitars because they're not quite cigar box guitars. They're, they're, he uses a beautiful range of native timbers uh, to craft, from, from what I can see, mostly solid solid body style CBGs, but I might be wrong. Definitely looking forward to having a chat with him. He's building some beautiful, uh, beautifully interesting um, pieces at, uh, at the moment. So without further ado, uh, here's our interview with uh, Greg from Brookwood Guitars. There we go, and we're off and running. Greg, how are you, mate? Good, Adam, thanks. <laughs> That's good. Sorry about the um, listeners. It's one of the fun things that we do with this podcast is learning how to do new things. And for me, it's learning how to um, go to the post office and post stuff with, with people who aren't too sure what they're doing. <laughs> it's still part of the job, isn't it? <laughs> it is, mate. It is. Well, look, thank you so much for um, for spending time with us today. Um, it's uh, it's great to chat with you. Um you know, it's the the podcast is one of those things where it's it's all very it's all very free flowing and and um, and I usually like to start off with trying to just get maybe just let let people know where firstly where we can actually uh, where we can find you. Look, I live in uh, Millwood, uh, which is just a, a suburb of Geelong in Victoria. So um, that's I virtually work from home. Um, people can contact me there. But um, look, people can also get me on my website, which is www.brookwoodguitars.com. Yeah, and uh, are you on? Uh, you're on Facebook as well. Yeah, I'm on Facebook as well, just under Brookwood Guitars. Um, so uh, people can contact me there as well, of course. Um, on YouTube, we've got a YouTube page as well. But all those things are accessible via my website, which is the best way to go. Awesome, awesome. Now I noticed uh, I'm going through your um, going through your Facebook uh, profile at the moment, and um, I'm seeing some absolutely amazing guitars. And it, it, I have to ask you, just in relation to the social media thing, are you on Instagram at the moment? No, not on Instagram. All right, okay, because uh, yeah, so it's, it's basically it's Facebook or the uh, or the website. And I understand that you're also you also do markets as well. Yeah, look, that's the way um, I've always done things. Uh, for me, I'm a, a big market sort of person, so um, uh, uh, maybe a little bit of um, a background for you. I've um, had a, my own furniture manufacturing business for the last 20 years, and uh, two years ago I went over into making cigar box guitars. And even in those uh, last 20 years with my furniture, um, that's the way I supported myself. I basically did um, markets throughout the Geelong and Geelong district, so um, um, they were quite familiar with me. And um, you know, around Geelong, which is a, it's a pretty big, um, you know, it's probably the second biggest um, city in Victoria. So uh, around Geelong, there's lots of markets and um, events sort of happening. So it was quite easy to, uh, you know, find a um, a market somewhere on a Sunday and promote your wares. So whether that was furniture uh, or now uh, with my cigar box guitar, so and that's the way I do things. So, um, but with my guitars, I guess you're looking more towards. Um, um, sort of major events, so festivals, so things like um, the Queensland Music Festival, uh, Malden Folk Festival, and also the big um, uh, Port Perry Folk Festival. I go to those sort of things now, uh, as well as your local markets. 
That's great. Now, the other thing I noticed was that you went to Yakandanda. <laughs> Yakandanda. Now, that was, that was awesome. So we've got to spread the word on Yakandanda, I think. Yeah, Shane Sol. A couple of weeks ago, Yakandanda, I think they had their third cigar box festival or such. So it was a bit of a uh, impromptu um, thing. It was just sort of something really organised on Facebook by uh, Shane from up at Yakandanda, who's you've probably very well heard of his little... Um, cigar box emporium. He's got a little shop in Yakandana, but everything sort of happens across the road in the uh, the bottom pub, I think they call it. So um, that was just a, uh, a weekend where we had, um, uh, look, we certainly had, uh, we had probably four uh, guitar makers down there, and I was part of that. But the weekend also incorporated, uh, um, you know, I know Fiona Boys come down, um, Anna Scotia, I think her name was, um, it was also um, uh, Salty Dog from Ballarat. So they had throughout the Friday, Saturday and Sunday, you know, pretty much just impromptu um, get up and have a go or something. But the great thing about the whole weekend was all to do with homemade instruments. So whether they were cigar box guitars or other ones that had cigar box bases there, you know, and kick drums and that sort of stuff. So quite primitive sort of um, stuff, but um, again, all handmade stuff, so which was uh, absolutely fantastic. Yeah, we've had Shane on the on the uh, on the podcast a couple of times um, promoting the uh, promoting the festival, and the other time he was actually on was uh, promoting uh, a trip that Pip was um, Pip was doing over to the United States. I don't know if you got a chance to meet Pip. Oh, okay, no, yeah, no, no, no much about um, Pip. So, yeah, character, mate. He's definitely uh, go and check out what he's doing. He's, he's um, he basically plays um, mostly um, uh, diddly bow. Uh, due to some okay. due to, just due to some physical ailments that he has, but uh, he uh, he gets around and yeah, it's just a, just one of those real wonderful characters that's um, that, that's part of the Australian music scene. Um, uh, I, think I, I think I know who you're talking about now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a lovely fellow. He he was on the um, he was on the podcast with um, with Shane. I think the second time Shane was on, he came back and he he was talking a little bit about where he'd been and what he was doing. But today we're we're here talking to you about um, about what you're doing, and boy oh boy, you are doing some absolutely beautiful instruments. Um, obviously, your um, your furniture manufacturing background definitely comes into play here because they're not um, on the on the uh, intro to the show. I mentioned that um, uh, that they're not they're not. Traditional cigar box guitars, as as such, they're 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 quite they're quite different. Talk to us about. Um, well, suppose we can go back. Uh, how did you um how did you discover cigar box guitars? Uh, look, um, me like so many others, I guess. Um, when I sort of got into it, just you know, just under two years ago. Um, yeah, look, I play a little bit of guitar anyway. I've never been a performer as such. I've been in a band in the 70s. That's going back a fair way sort of thing. But um, uh, I really got into it um, finding that about open duty, you know. So um, with my strict string, my six string, I thought, well, this open tuning business sounds good. And, of course, I found out about Keith Richards, how he had his five stringer and um, open G tuning. And, and I also talked to another fellow, Kane Donnelly, from the band 1920. Uh, you may or may not have heard of him, but he was um, very open in um, um, how he played. He played at the, um, the Queensland Music Festival in 2016, and I had a bit of a chat with him there. And, um, you know, he just told me all about open tuning and what, um, what you can 
get out of overtuning. And uh, I just sort of took all that back with me and uh, you get on Google and um, find about, about all these things. And, um, of course, the cigar box guitar just ticks all the boxes there. So open tuning and, um, you know, just that real basic primal um, guitar. And I thought... This sounds really good, so um, so I found out a bit more about it, and I really just went away and just I built one. So I, I built a cigar box guitar, and um, you know I just went from there. So it's just been a real um, um, a, a, a real sort of journey for me, I suppose. Um, not being able to play them perhaps all that well, I went and got someone else to play them, and they said, "Well, Greg, these are awesome." Yeah. So and uh, away my venture went, and um, I thought, well, okay, I'll make a few more. Um, but I realised I really needed to get a website up, get myself known. So yeah. that's my sort of next step. Got a website up, got some nice photos done, and um, just sort of went from there. Here I go. Yeah, well, the photos definitely um, look quite professional. There's a, there's a lovely photo. I'm just looking at the moment on your um, on your Facebook page. And there's a beautiful uh, photograph of seven very, very, very different instruments. Um, there, for people who are listening at the moment, I'll try and describe these. Each one of these guitars is quite different. Um, the necks are all, they're all made out of different timbers. I can see you've got some beautiful spalted timbers there. Um, and you've got some, I can't, it's the, if I just, if I said it's, I can't, it's not a bird's eye, it's, the, the name of it is totally escaping me. It looks like a, a, a really gnarly bird's eye type of pattern on an orangey brown instrument. It's the third one from the left. I don't know if you can, you can remember the photo that I'm, I'm looking at. There's the, blue, uh, there's the blue relic look in the middle, and it's the one yeah. that's on the left of that. It has the um, – it's not spalted. I can't remember what the name of that, that particular type of wood is. Anyway, please get on – to onto um, onto Greg's uh, Facebook page on, at Brookwood Guitars and look this up. Now this actually does look a very looks like a very professionally done photograph, and it, it does go to show that having that having that touch really makes uh, a wonderful difference when you're as as a person who's looking, who's a person who is uh, thinking about you know purchasing. It, it does really have a very very professional uh, professional air about it. So rather well done, I must say. Adam, for me, uh, it's almost critical. You know, three things for me for cigar box guitars must be built well. So that is uh, number one thing, and that just stems back to my furniture making days. You know, build something, build it properly in the first place. It's got to be built well. It's got to play well. Is the second thing. So that comes in with your pickups and your setup and that sort of thing. And third, must look good. So, uh, so that what you were talking about there, and I think some of my guitars, a lot of my guitars I make out of burls, okay, so uh, That's it. those burls are just those growths that you see on the side of um, tree limbs or trunks, so um, if you can get your hand on some nice burls, um, yeah, so, uh, so for me, when, when I started out, and um, just going back to what you said before, that um, look, I don't make my um, boxes, my cigar box guitars out of uh, cigar boxes. Um, I purposely went down the track of not doing that. A lot of other people are doing that sort of thing. So I just wanted to be uh, maybe just a little bit different, a little bit left of centre. And I said, look, if I'm going to make something, I want to make it properly. Um, there are certain limitations when you make um, a guitar out of a cigar box. So, look, I purposely decided 
own guitars, make my own necks, just do everything myself. And you've got that lovely freedom then of having a real individual guitar. And, you know, if over the years, if I build 500 guitars, I'm going to have 500 completely different guitars. You can make them out of the same timbers, but um, always venturing to make something different. So, hence, Earls, um, I make a, you know, I've made um, guitars out of fence posts. Um, I've got a really nice, um, what I call me, railway series, and they're all guitars made out of uh, red gum railway sleepers. So you get some real individual pieces there. So yeah, I guess that's where I'm coming from. Yeah, one of the things that I was looking at with the guitars is a, a lot of the guitars seem to be. Now I'm going to ask, are they solid body or are you doing them as a hollow body? Are you doing them as as a box? Definitely as a box. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking so, because I was just looking at that piece of timber, and I was thinking to myself, crikey, if that's a solid piece, that's a nice, hefty, solid solid piece of timber, that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they're not solid. The, the tops are generally, uh, when you look at the tops, and um, yeah, as I say, look, each guitar is different. You don't always have a top that's 12mm thick or 10mm thick. It may vary. So, uh, so generally, it's just a box. And what I quite often like to do, you know, I'll make the top of the uh, guitar, I might make it out of uh, a red gum, but I'll build the box out of a nice um, contrasting timber like a big ash. So you've got a, um, a lovely blonde box, um, as in the big ash, and you've got this lovely um, almost, you know, contrasting timber on top in red gum. And uh, yeah, then you can sort of pick the neck to, to fit into that sort of guitar. So, you know, I'll make the, uh, the body of the guitar up, have a look at it, and a nice neck, a nice, um, maybe a, a blackwood neck would go well with that. So you sort of, you know, you're, um, you're sort of, you're playing it a little bit as you go along. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, you've got, you were just mentioning before that you've, you have, um, you do a variety of different instruments. Do you, uh, I'm just looking at your website now. So it's a wonderful thing with, techn- with technology, isn't it? We can actually have a chat and I can have a look at what you're actually talking about. Um, so hopefully if, if people are listening at home, if they're not driving in the car, obviously, or you know, operating heavy machinery, if you're sitting at home and you're on the computer, jump onto Brookwood Guitars and have a little look at the, um, at the gallery that he's got and the different styles. Now, I am looking and I can see you're doing also you're doing some resonators as well. Yeah, look, that's probably my latest thing, and that's probably only that's very, very recent, as in like the last three weeks. So um, I guess you get to a stage where oh, you want to look at the next thing. So I'm thinking, um, you know, basses and that, and I thought, well, look, resonator guitars sound really interesting, and I just love that, um, well, I call it the Mississippi twang you get out of a, a resonator or a Dolbro-style guitar. Yeah. And um, I've made... and I, and I've made um, I've made two now. And I put one with a pickup in it, but um, I guess with a pickup or just a um, uh, electric pickup, you sort of lose a bit of that um, Mississippi twang. So I'm just sort of working on pickups that might suit a resonator guitar. But um, look, certainly making um, guitars as an acoustic guitar yep. with the um, the resonator cone in them. And uh, yeah, look, they sound uh, really really good. I was quite surprised how the good they come up, and they're just a real contrast they, they sound completely different to my you know uh, my normal um pickup cigar box guitars so 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 that's good i'm uh, really happy with the way they go so um, i'm gonna certainly push those and they look really good as well so yeah well i do see you've got one i do see you've got one one cigar box guitar out of the entire collection that i can see here at the moment on the gallery there's, uh, there is one cigar box guitar so it's looking a little bit lonely amongst all of those beautiful timbers now you are 
you don't put sound holes in most of the uh, most of guitars. Is there a reason for that? Um, once you go electric, it, it, do you need it? <laughs> so look, if you if, if you're acoustic, certainly you, you might you'll need sound holes. But with the uh, when you're going back to the resonator guitar, you know your sound is coming out of that that, that hole that you create for the uh, for the cone. So um, yeah, so look, yeah, I tend to steer away a little bit from um, yeah, those sort of things. Yeah, yeah, and I and I do like the idea. You've you've gone down the road of using um, using uh, magnetic pickups instead of piezos. Now, is there, again, is there any reason that you've you've decided to go down that route, not 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 go to, not go down the piezo route? Uh, look, I certainly have tried uh, putting piezos in. Um, look, I just like the magnetic pickups. Um, the ones I use are uh, Seymour Duncan humbuckers. Um, I put them in all my guitars. If somebody wants something a little bit different, I'm quite happy to do that. But look, when I started out, um, look, I experimented with um, pickups, you know, make pickups, um, pizzos. Um, I just love the humbuckers. <laughs> so yeah. that's just one of those things. Um, I like to build my guitars with attitude. You know, I like when I hit a, a nice A chord, I want it to sound, and I want it to sound out. You really get that with... Um, um, humbucker pickups. Yeah. Uh, pizzos, look, they have their, um, there's a reason to have them. If you like that, um, it's just a little bit scratchy for me, a bit trebly sort of thing. Um, it's just sort of not my style. Um, um, I've settled on how I want to make my guitars and I want my guitars to sound and, uh, and that's the way I build them. Now, I've also noticing that you've, you've got one of these guitars which is actually hand-painted. Did you do the hand-painting yourself? No, look, that's, um, it's amazing who you meet at markets. <laughs> so uh, I was at a market, it was probably only, uh, oh, it was just over six months ago, and a bloke came up to me and said, oh, look, Greg, I love your guitars, they look fantastic, and he happened to be a, an artist. So, um, and uh, he'd only just recently moved from Bendigo in Victoria down to Geelong, and he said, oh, you better come around and see me. So I went around and seen him, and uh, I just absolutely fell in love with his stuff. So he really loved what I did, and I loved what he did. And um, uh, and we just went from there, and uh, it happened to um, be going up to the Echuca Blues Festival, which is uh, on the Murray in uh, Victoria uh, last year. And he said, Greg, look, I'll, I'll do your uh, a paddle steamer. I'll paint you a paddle steamer on one of your cigar box guitars, because he just loves painting paddle steamers. Uh. So, um, yeah, so he did that for me, and that's probably the one you can see there. And that's just one of the other things we can offer people if they want to do, um, have something specially painted on uh, their cigar box guitar, we can do that sort of thing. Don't uh. get me to paint. <laughs> get the professionals uh, to do the painting, and he just does awesome stuff. So what you see there is an original oil, and we've just sealed it with uh, six coats of lacquer on top of that to hold the... Um, painting in so yeah he just does awesome stuff so um get the right people to do the right thing so uh so we can do that sort of stuff as well bear with me two seconds mate uh, i'll spell that so it's straight a-u-s-t-r-a-l-i-a-n iron art i-r-o-n-a-r-t dot com he's sort of um if you look at his style is i guess if you want to put him in a bit of a box, I suppose, it's sort of pro-heart. But um, yeah. what I love about his stuff, he'll do a, a, a big painting and uh, all the characters he paints in there, they all have an individual story. Oh. So um, now, um, in 
he always says, never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Absolutely. So, uh, he, might off, he might quite often go off on a bit of a tangent So <laughs> um, with people he's met or um, maybe he's expanded their experience, I suppose. Yeah. So, but he just has lovely little stories within his artwork, so he's quite fascinating. He also does sculpture as well. He does um, some beautiful sculpture work as well. So mm. that's Alan, Alan Baromeo. Now, I'm looking at your work again, and... One of the things that, that strikes me is, is it's interesting that you're talking about someone with an artistic flair because I honestly think that you've got a great artistic flair with your instruments. I like the fact that um, the only... I suppose that a comparison that I would draw would be with... probably with um, uh, Ben Crow from Crimson Guitars in the UK. I'm a, I'm a very, very big fan of Ben Crow um, and Crimson okay. Guitars. And one of the things that he tends to do is he uses timbers that... Um, I, can only say, I think he calls them the broken range or something like that. He uses timbers that other people would look at and say, oh, well, that's got a fault in it, that's got a damage in it, that's got a, that piece is missing. And what you tend to do with yours, I can see with, with the guitars that you're building, you're using these beautiful timbers as tops, but you're allowing that piece of timber to actually speak. And I'm looking at one at the moment, which is a... Um, it's got a beautiful stripe through it. It's a it's a oh, it's a crossed stripe, and you've got um, like a steel mesh down the bottom of, in a in a V kind of a cutout. Um, yes. yeah. I remember that piece perfectly. I'll tell you the story with that one. Each of my guitars has a story. So <laughs> um, I know that one in particular. That is actually made some and made from um, some uh, blackwood, and it's always blackwood down here in Victoria. Yeah. And when we got the piece of timber, it was just a. Um, uh, it was just a well, you know, it'd be a nice log you'd throw on the fire. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, not for me. It's it's when you cut it, you yeah. know, and you just don't really know um, uh, what's going to be underneath it. Mm. And what we found is this beautiful fiddleback blackwood. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, there was that V at the back of it, which um, you know, I'm looking for a 200 by 300 millimeter fascia from the guitar. Yeah. And um, you know, it had this bit cut out the back, but. That's what I love. I, I said, look, that's the piece I want. So um, never throw pieces away. So it might be a fault or um, a piece you don't want to include. I include that. Yeah. So, um, so that sort of V you see cut out of the back piece is just a natural feature. And I'm always looking for natural features in mm. timbers, so whether it's a bit missing out of the back, whether we've got a uh, hole in the middle or um, um, some feature, you know, always looking for that sort of thing. Yeah. And was that a piece, was that an old piece or a piece you had to let dry? No, that was an old piece. Which, as I said, it was just an old stump, you know, so it's been a dead piece oh. of wood for, you know, for lots of years. So, um, um, as I say, you just, someone needs to pick it up, have a look at it and put a cut through it. Well, it hardly <laughs> and, looks uh, dead, yeah. Me, so they're gold. Mm. Well, it hardly looks dead dead to me. It's, 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 that, that to me has, has a great deal of life about it. And, um, and uh, it's just a, it's a lovely, uh, lovely piece. Again, it's a lovely piece of art. I, I mean, that we've got a store here in, um, we've got a store here in, in the Blue Mountains in, um, in Lura, which is dedicated to beautiful pieces of, um, of timber. And, I, and uh, you know, and I, I think it's, it's probably a little bit touristy, but, um, but some of the, up the back of the shop are the real keen pieces like local builders and 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 things like that and i can i can see with these that that would have a that would definitely have a have a pride of place uh in in that kind of a an environment but obviously your guitars are made to be played now i, I do notice that you do that that i'm going through the the, the photos here that there you tend to focus on fretless instruments yeah look fretless instruments for me um look for me and it just goes back two years ago and 
Greg what he want, how he wanted your guitar to sound or how he wanted to look. I know how he wanted to look, but um, the other thing that really um, got to me was slide, you know, yeah. and it's all about slide and how, you know, sexy slide is and um, and how it's played and just the vibrato you can get out of slide, you know, and, and um, you know, and for me it's just always been fretless, you know, you don't want frets to get in the road of your open slide, you know, you want to be hammering the neck hard, you know, but you don't want to be banging into frets. So, again, purposely decided to uh, make the boxes out of my own boxes and also make fretless guitars as well. But look, I had been asked to, to make fretless guitars and look down the track, that may be one of my options. But for me, it's all about having something different, having something unique in the timber, how the guitar sounds, how the guitar looks. So, you know, I just want to move away from as much as you possibly can from going into a shop and buy a six-string fretted instrument, you know. Yeah. I want it non-fretted. I want it um, three strings, open tuning. That's what it's all about for me. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, just, I had a question in mind. It's one of those things. It's just, I'm sitting there and I've got this question now on the tip of my tongue and I, I was going to ask it and I'm just, I'm kicking myself now because I usually as I'm, as I'm, as I'm chatting, I'm writing down ideas of, of, of something something else that'll come to me. That's it. Um, when it comes to obviously, you've you've got a you come from a woodworking background, as you were saying. Now, looking at the timbers that you've got here, what's your treatment? How do you treat the timbers when you fit? As in finishing the instrument. Oh, finishing the instrument. Yeah, yeah. Look. Again, it goes back to me, um, uh, it's just experience, I think, you know, as I said, look, I have, I've had 20 years experience with my furniture manufacturing business, so, um, but look, um, to finish on mine, um, I um, use, um, uh, I don't use any stains at all, so all my, uh, the look that you see in my guitars are all natural, all right, so they've just got six layers of uh, a lacquer finish over the top of them, which is sprayed on, you just get a really, really nice finish with spray on. So, and look, the neck gets a bit of a pound, you know, if you've got um, slide running up all the time, it needs to be a nice hard finish on it as well, so you get that with a lacquer type finish and spray. And again, you can do three or four guitars at a time, you know, if you spray one guitar, it takes you the same time, virtually just spray four guitars, so set them up spray them and it's just a really really good finish so that's the way I finish my guitars off yeah no stains and just natural finishes just really just letting that um letting that finish actually come through wonderful Absolutely. now uh, a couple of final questions for us before we uh, before we leave you today um yep. now we know you've been building for two years but having said that there's this, there really is 22 years of building involved in each of these instruments. It's not just a situation where you're saying, oh, well, here's, here's a new bloke. Because you do get that every now and again. Sometimes people go, oh, here's a new bloke, he's selling his wares. But these, actually, these instruments come from a heritage of building. And, um, and they're, they're remarkably beautiful pieces of work. What would your top tip be for someone who's just getting into, into building, um, not even just cigar box guitars, but building furniture or working with wood what would be your top tip top tip is follow your passion <laughs> so uh, you know if you really want to make a uh, cigar box guitar building as a um, just, just follow your passion you know what what do I want to do how do I want my guitar to look do you want to be a lot different to everyone else or do you want to be the same as everyone else um, it's just just something you want to do and that's just sort of um that's within you so follow your passion 
Fantastic. Wonderful. And the very last question for us before we leave you today, what's your secret weapon? What is my secret weapon? The secret weapon, I think if you can do this, um, you've, you've done things well, and that is if you can get someone to buy one of your cigar box guitars and they put it up, hang it up on the wall and not play it, that is the ultimate, I reckon. <laughs> because I think you really need to look at your um, guitar as an art piece, okay? But as I go back before, it's got to be built well, it's got to be, it's got to sound well, it's got to look great. So for me, make it a piece of art as well. Wonderful. Greg, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you. I wish you all the best for the future. Be sure to um, to stay in touch with us and join the, if you get a chance, join the um, the Handcrafted Guitar Builder. There's a group on Facebook. Um, I'm sure everybody could um, could definitely benefit from, from you uh, being part of the group if you get the time. And um, yep. I just wanted to thank you for, uh, for spending time with us today on the Handcrafted Guitar Builder. Thanks, Adam. Pleasure. Awesome, mate. Awesome. Well, that was Greg from Brookwood Guitars. Be sure to check out his um, his page on uh, on Facebook at Brookwood Guitars, and also look up. It's very easy to look up his website. Just type in Brookwood Guitars on Google, and um, and uh, and uh, get on there and have a little look. And um, be sure to contact him if you need anything or uh, or uh, want to purchase one of his instruments. Um, otherwise, it's, uh, this has been Adam from Adam Harrison from Birdwood Guitars and Retro Electric Guitars. You can find me on Facebook, you can find me on Instagram, you can find me on the internet at uh, birdwoodguitars.com. Uh, and uh, of course, don't forget to um, sign up for the um, sign up for the uh, uh, the Facebook group if you're hearing this for the first time or if you're a new listener. Uh, we have a group um, that ha- that is dedicated to the podcast as well. Um, a big thank you as well to our uh, subscribers. So please like and subscribe. Um, if you're listening via iTunes, please give us five stars if you're happy with us. Um, if you're not, please leave me a comment. Let me know how we can make the show better for you. Um, so this has been Adam from the Handcrafted Guitar Builder. Wishing you all the best and we'll chat with you next week. Bye. Bye.